Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Spencer Brook Podcast. We're on episode number 73. I uh, just wanted to apologize. Parker and I just talked for about 10 minutes and uh, I didn't press record. I haven't eaten yet today and we've been out on the track all day. So if you're watching on YouTube, we are here. Uh, Parker, you want to explain what we're doing? Yep. We're at uh, Bunwell Raceway Park and we've both been out for two sessions so far. Um, we both had a good... I think we both had good sessions. Yeah. Um, Parker and I had opposites, though. My first run was pretty good. Um, or no, it was opposite, right? You had a bad second session, right? Cause you hit yeah, my, my second session was bad, uh. but I recorded my lap times on the second session, but my first session was amazing. I was out in front, no one in front of me, no one really behind me. Yeah. Um, and I didn't record it on my lap mm. timer, so I don't know what I ran the first session, but it felt fast, and uh, my second session... I recorded and in, in traffic, so there was like cars all around me. So basically, I wasn't able to actually like go all out. Yeah, I did a two eleven. So it's, I mean, it's decent for being stuck behind people. Yeah, the whole lap, literally the whole lap. There was four people in front of me. So. It's it's tough because um, when you if you're looking in the background right now, you can see cars are flying around. There's different garages you go to and different sections. And uh, when you sign up for a track day, there's five different groups that you go into. And each group would be like intermediate, advanced, and you can do like uh, just by class if you wanted to, just so it's not so intimidating. But Parker and I both signed up for intermediate um, just because I don't know my car that well and we're still learning. But yeah. we both know how to drive pretty well. And I think yeah. that we're growing. Um, and I'm excited to go. I think, no, I know this. We both have to be in a better class. That's all it is. I think advanced would make sense. Yeah. Um, I also just don't want to be that guy that's holding people up, but I'm yeah. like super respectful when it comes to like driver etiquette. Like yeah. if someone's behind me, they're, I'm letting them pass. I'm not going to block them There's for like more than one turn. Sometimes there is, there is no way to let someone pass cause it's too narrow or you're like mid turn. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for the most part, I, I let people pass like really quickly and we dealt with some drivers out there that well so much ego they will let you they <laughs> signal you to pass <laughs> on their left side but then they stay floored so you guys are basically just doing a drag race down the main street and what happened to me on this second session is this frs which is not that fast but um he stayed floored while i was passing him Why? and he let Why? me pass halfway through the straight so by the time that i was braking i was still on the left side going to a left turn so i didn't have my car set up right i went off track and uh yeah so it's just been kind of frustrating because it is frustrating because you're, you're trying to get your comp your competition is you and when you come out here you run a lap timer or you run an app and you say okay my goal is to run under a 210 my goal is yeah. to run under two minute and when you go to a driver's meeting they go okay you need to let people pass yeah we go out there and all the rules are just gone i know so i dealt with that too i had a th i had a, a hot lap on my third lap my second session with a passenger in the car, and I still ran a 209, but I, I for sure would have ran a 206. Yeah. I, I felt my driver's line was great, my tires were grippy, and then the second that I hit my braking point on the straight, when you hit like 130 where I do, the um, the tires gave out. Mm. I could feel the grease was just picking up. Yeah. So I was like, well, that's it, and now I just lost my hot lap. Yeah. So, but I want to turn this around. I don't want to complain. We're, we haven't eaten yet today, and we're in the sun all day. So on the positive side, I, I do you feel like you've improved? I feel like, yeah, I've definitely improved because I have more confidence in uh, my braking points and just, like, really pushing the corners. Um, and I, I, I feel like I know where to place my car now. I just need a clean uh, lap. Like, I yeah. just need to piece together a clean lap. That's, like, the hardest thing about um, about these track days is it it's almost impossible to piece together a clean lap unless you have, like, an open test day where 
cars are very spread out. Um, it's much better that way if yeah. you're trying to be competitive with yourself. If you look on YouTube right now, there's uh, our friend Alan. We just met him today. He's out with his uh, Cayman. I don't know if it's a GZ4 or not. I haven't asked. I don't but know. it's all like caged and everything. It's all stripped out. He has a little it's beautiful. setup. I like the smell right now. Yeah. I like this. It's it's nice. Although, dude, last night. <laughs> we're going to get cancer from we this. We got this hotel room that we were just. It's a Motel <laughs> 6, and you, you literally pick a hotel and you sleep. There's not much more you have to do when you do a track day. Unless you're trying to party, but I'm not trying to be hungover at a racetrack day. Like, <laughs> But we got to the hotel, and we were just having so much fun laughing. We all shared a room, all four of us. And Parker looked up this statistic of what was about Buttonwillow, the smell. Oh, yeah. Well, this was like <laughs> an article from a couple of years ago, but apparently, the, apparently um, Bakersfield is the worst we're smelling <laughs> city in the U.S. or something like something along the lines oh, of bro. of smelling because of the pollution is so bad because oh. they have so many diesel trucks that go through this area. That's what I read. I don't know how true that is, but yeah, it 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 was a combination of the AC and outside. Well, I think the AC never it didn't turn on for like maybe 40 years and then I cranked it to 60 degrees. And we were right by the freeway. <laughs> so we're just getting like this pollution. We pr- I probably took a year off of our lives. Yeah, I think so too. But we're here setting lap times. That's all that matters, right? Yep. Oh man, that's Yeah, funny. that was that was something else and we shared like really small queen beds with like the tiniest blankets. Spencer kept cuddling me. I, I don't <laughs> know. I just went along with it, so it's fine. Well, I saw George over there with Nate, and I was like, "Yeah, I can't be. I can't be in here." <laughs> we were laughing so hard about their fries all over the place. I feel bad, but we cleaned up and we made sure that we didn't leave any kind of too bad of a mess. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but we got here early this morning. I think one of the coolest things is too this morning. Um, even last night too. You you uh, we got here really early. Usually people get here at like ten o'clock at night to the hotel and we got here at like 6 30 and uh when we were in our room every like hour you'd hear a different car pull up yeah we heard e90 m3 we saw peter one of our good friends he has e92 uh we heard miatas and then this morning at sunrise um, if you watch my video on youtube i filmed the sunrise and a bunch of gt3s and e- e36s and it's just yeah. good m- crisp morning air with track cars it's a, such a cool feeling yeah i always like coming out here it's always like a full experience i need to record more um i haven't really vlogged a ton because i'm trying to focus on like driving and stuff but i think i did get some gopro footage on that last session oh yeah i'm glad that'll be cool yeah i want to get like a full lap though so i can upload that um on my video and on my instagram so yeah other than that it's been fun so far i'm tired though i was just gonna say the hardest part is is that you when you sleep in a hotel, your brain is only like 50% asleep. I read some weird thing about it because you're not in this, your comfort uh-huh. zone. And I probably slept an hour, I think. Really? I rolled around the whole night and that was it. And then... Uh, I got some decent sleep. Nah, dude, I didn't. I barely <laughs> slept. And then we woke up at 6. I had so much energy, like yeah. dancing and running around. Yeah. And like it was 6.30, but I, I felt good. I was just excited to get here. And uh, one of the coolest things, too, is that I did my first session. I have the AIM solo. Um shout out to my friend Jonathan for letting me borrow that and I I don't know how it works so I just threw it in the window and press on yeah. and the first two laps I'm drifting pressing the buttons trying to get it to change and then I didn't realize you don't have to do anything oh, yeah. you turn it on and it's like good to go um, and then it'll it'll flash your lap time and then go back to your speed so I yeah. don't know I didn't know but then I ran my uh, seven laps first one was warm up and then second lap was heavier warm-up and then third fourth fifth 
I pushed hard, and then for some reason my, I was getting greasy tires. But then the seventh lap, I put down my quickest time, hmm. which was strange. Yeah, maybe you like cooled it down a little bit and then went for a hot lap. That gave it gave your tires and your engine like a little bit of a break. Cause that's what that's what I do when I realize that my oil, t- oil temps are way too high and my tires are kind of starting to let go. Um, usually I'll take like a kind of a cool down lap because yeah. that's kind of one of the advantages of being in a slower class is that even when you go, you know, half of your potential, you're, you're, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so far, I'm like so far ahead usually of people that, uh, they don't even catch you when you're doing like a cool down lap, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I just think we, I underestimate underestimate myself because I have a really fast car. I pull away yeah. from everybody on the straights. Yeah. But in the corners, I'm still learning. So a Miata will be with me and then I'll take off and then I'll create like a good three second gap. Yeah. I think with you two, I think we both have to be maybe coached a little bit more because yeah. you're very technical. You know how to drive your car. Mm-hmm. I think I just have a fast car and I'm okay at driving. I think that's uh, kind of where we are. I mean, it's impressive with the tires you have because that is a street tire. Like, it's impressive with your car because you're underpowered. I feel like. Yeah, I, mine makes like 300 uh, or so yeah, wheel. It's still, good, it's still, it's decent. But the issue I'm having is I'm getting a lot of understeer mm. because I have a, a 235 um, front tire and then a 255 rear, so it's really not super wide. Um, I do want to get 275 squared. Yeah. One of these days, I got to get wheels and new tires. I want to move to a different tire, too, because I think that's kind of limiting me. I think um, so, too. I'm, I'm the same way. I, my tire is limiting me for sure, because on the GoPro video on the last session, uh, we slid for three laps. Yeah. Like, every turn that's was crazy. sliding, and I was hitting every bump, <laughs> um, the apex. What are those called? Rumble strips? Yeah, I call them the rumble strips. Yeah, so I, I hit every single one of those um, to kind of move my momentum from just sliding. So I... I'm I'm happy. I feel accomplished because I didn't know how to work the aim solo. And when I got in the first session, uh, the, I only saw it say 212. And I was like, oh, man, come on. I ran a 211 yeah. last time. And then um, I put my camera away and got out. And I looked at the thing again. And it said press page. So I pressed it. Mm. And lap seven said 208. And oh, I was like, nice. oh, no way. So I feel accomplished. Um, I feel like that's a great baseline. And this is a good foundation to start from to build mm-hmm. this car. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think you could go, if you had tires, you would go a lot faster for sure. I just think, I mean, did you take off traction completely? I turned off, uh, I put it in MDM mode and the first corner I felt way too uncomfortable. So I put it right back. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was just not comfortable. This car is really twitchy. So I need more coaching before I do that. I, I almost spun out the going off, um, the off ramp going up it. I corrected it. The like, um, it's like the carousel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. <laughs> I was in third <laughs> gear, and it was the f- the first out lap. Oh, and I just floored it like yeah, out yeah. of there, and it it's got so <laughs> sideways. Somehow, I ca- I caught it. I feel like I'm not very good at like holding a drift. I'm not really sure like where to place my hands and yeah. how many how aggressive to be with it. But for some reason, I had my left hand, and I was just able to correct it with <laughs> one hand. Um, it was, it felt kind of cool, but dude, you're, you're a really good driver. Thanks. I think you're, you're really impressive. I'm jealous. I, I want to prove it though. I want to get a yeah, time that proves it. And that's why I'm like kind of annoyed right now. Cause I think I would have had a good time that first session, but we're going to do one more session and hopefully I can prove myself if I have the space to do it. Yeah. I'm satisfied. I'm cool with the 208. My car ran great. I'm happy. Like, I think I'm good. I don't think I'm gonna do another session, but I, I think with you, if you can try to find a way 
when you when you enter, go in the left lane. Yeah. Get out there early, go in the left lane. Because that's where I went, and they yeah. go first with that lane. So, Yeah, th- she just needs to put me in, like, in some of the first numbers, like, before yeah. you go on the, the yeah. grid. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm just going to say, I'm probably going to say I, I ran a 206. I'm I think you did. I think kind of lie close. about it. I mean, I, it's not really lying. I think I might have, but yeah. Yeah. I, I just didn't have a time for it, which is, was a dumb mistake. Yeah. It's, it's cool to see the diversity here. Uh, I saw a couple of, um, subscribers that were really nice to us yeah. and you got some headers, huh? Um, oh no, no. <laughs> yeah. I met, um, this guy, Patrick and he has a F80 M3 and an E46 M3. And, uh, we were just talking about our cars, um, but basically, I don't I don't have stock headers for when I need to smog my car. Mm. So he was like, "Yeah, you can use mine. Let me know." <laughs> it's just kind of funny. That's cool. It's kind of cool to have uh, people like that. But yeah, he was super nice. Yeah, he came up to me. He's like, he looked at me. He goes, "I can't believe I'm talking to you." And I'm like, "Bro, I'm just <laughs> another m- dude like making YouTube videos." Who for was fun. um? I forget his name. The the guy that had the E46 M3 that was parked right here on BBS wheels. He I was an older guy. Oh oh um, I believe his name was Robin, and he was asking Robin, about Ashton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was. He came up to me. He's like, "Hey, Parker, what's up?" I was like, "Oh, I don't know you." <laughs> <laughs> he was like, "I know you." I was like, "Oh, it's so." But yeah, we talked about M3s a little bit. So yeah, I like these track days because you make a lot of good connections. Yeah, um, you meet a lot of cool people, and here Integra is just full out red yeah. line. <laughs> yeah, VTEC all the way, right can, where they're supposed to be. You can hear them just getting in that little VTEC zone. There's uh, yeah. a lot of diversity, and there's an M2 Comp, and there's an M3 F80 on TE37s coming up, and an M4. So definitely yeah. heavily uh, BMW day. and BMW, also, uh, S2000, yep. and there's a lot of FRSs too, Yeah, which is like not that much of a surprise because those are kind of like the really good out-of-the-box cars that you can make into a track car. I think just being so lightweight and also parts are cheap. Yeah. And you don't need to have Relatively. a lot of power. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you need to have power to go fast. Yeah. I think you've proven that. and um, You just need a good chassis. Yeah. I don't want to overbuild the chassis, though. I overbuilt my E92. My, my driver capability was here, and my car built was here. Mm. So I'm trying to reverse that. And even Gabe was saying, he's like, I think you're approaching it the right way. He wishes he did it where you would start from a baseline of just bone stock. Yeah. Like, I would have loved to throw on AR1s before we came out here. Yeah. And I probably would have ran a 204. But at the end of the day, I would feel better coming out here next time and running the 204. Yeah. Knowing that the tires made that big of a difference. Yeah. I think it's just, like, logical to have something that limits you and then you make the step up rather than having, like, just a full-on race car, basically, with all these crazy parts. Yeah. Because then... Then you could never really me- reach that maximum. True. Um, I don't know. I think it's you'll do better just slapping on a couple like parts that'll make you faster at one time, and then uh, not go too overboard with it. These these type R's are ripping through here, man. They're yeah. really getting fast lap times. What time is it? Are we going on again? Uh, yeah, check. And like 15, 50 minutes. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, hopefully you guys can hear some of that in the background, but it's a Z4, there's an M Coupe. Um, where, where do you feel like your car's limiting? Like what's holding you back from going faster besides traffic? Um, on my car, I've always said the front tires. Yeah. Um, it understeers a good amount, but it understeers a lot when I have traction on because it cuts that power to the rear and doesn't allow any slip. So turning off traction, it will come around, which is cool because you can use that as a pivot. Yeah. Um, to kind of pivot the car, uh, I don't even know how to explain it, but basically it, it 
helps a lot to have traction off in mind. Yeah. And it never feels like it's going to snap on me or anything. Like, I'm going through the S's. I'm flat. Even that last little corner, I'm flat. Are you co- you're comfortable with doing that? Yeah. Uh, I have to let off. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, a lot of the corners, I'm just flat through them. Especially, like, the fourth gear ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, this car is very neutral feeling, which mm-hmm. I love. I just feel like the tires could have more grip and I could have more width to them. Um, but I, d- I don't want to do arrow or anything. I want to keep it relatively like stock body mm-hmm. and then uh, work from there because I don't want any crazy mod. I don't want any big brake kits. I don't want any arrow before I hit a sub two or maybe a sub 155. I got Because I've seen um, there was this guy that hit a 149, no arrow. He had a big brake kit. But no arrow, which is really impressive. NA was not boosted or anything. Holy crap. 149, which wow. is really fast. That's very quick. I mean, I, the quickest lap that I've ever seen out here is a low 140, and it was like a full-blown race car. Yeah. And that's really fast. And you look at some of the – I would say to be in the category of a very, very, very good hobbyist driver is like a 155. Oh, yeah. That's very fast. That's super fast. And that's yeah. what, like, I saw the Burno – yeah, yeah. The guy the that had the one M, he mm-hmm. moved to E92 M3. Basically, he stripped out the interior. He has one bucket seat in there. It's a manual. Um, he has his apex wheels, right? He has Titan Seven oh, okay. now, but he has like I think it's like 295 squared or something. Wow. It's a really big setup. He has a big brake kit. I think it's a StopTech ST60 and ST40. Uh. And he's been running consistent like 155s, 154s, That's which is a, really impressive. That's so impressive. So. Yeah, he did. I was I the one who sent you? I sent you a screenshot of his one M with the wing, right? It has a yeah, huge wing yeah. on the back, dude. I love that look. But I yeah, that show that car was fast. Oh, dude, it's unreal. Um, like it's crazy to see because I remember last time I was here, there was a 600 LT with the older gentleman, and you know I I don't think he was running fast at all. Mm. But then you get Miatas that are lapping him, and it yeah. shows you that sure he's out here having fun, but at the same time. Um, driver mods the most important thing is taking the time to get behind the wheel and tell yourself that it's okay that you're messing up and it's okay that maybe you spin out and like i've gone off twice today just dipped a tire same with parker Mm -hmm. and to get back to your your garage and say okay how can we improve from this point forward what do we need to do as a driver not a brake kit not a bucket seat how do we improve as a driver and you start looking at this and you can probably improve 10 to 20 seconds just by looking at your line yeah for sure because i know i go into turns and i'm like oh man i messed that up mm. how can i make sure i don't do that again yeah so you need to do that like 10 times um and then sure you can do a different tire you can do a different suspension setup you can do a bucket seat but at the end of the day you want to make sure that as a driver that you don't go out there and make those same mistakes it's super hard to correct your mistakes and not fall into that it's like a habit. That rabbit hole of do, yeah. doing the same uh habits and you know a specific corner so yeah yeah i i feel like i have my line down pretty well need to work on breaking points a little bit better and uh maybe exit yeah like throttle control on the exit um and i think i could piece together a really good lap so i'm hoping i do that on uh on this next session so You'll have to come back to the next podcast and see if I ever if I ever ran anything faster than the 211 today. Yeah, so if you guys want to check out um, my channel, I'll have a video up next week. And same with Parker. He recorded yep. a lot. And then Tuesday, we will do a group podcast. Um, Nate and George are in the, my, my M3 behind us, and they'll join us to talk about the ride-alongs because we took them for a ride. They rented a helmet, and 
we had so much fun. Yeah. I got, George and I were screaming <laughs> because my tires were so greasy. We were just sliding for four <laughs> laps. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to keep know. going. <laughs> it's a little distracting though. I had Nate in my car and like a couple of times he tried to talk to me and I was mid corner um, and I, I just <laughs> stopped answering him because I was like, I got to focus, dude. Oh I'm going to lose God. this car if you keep talking. Yeah. George didn't say anything. But then at one point I was like, yeah. And he did it back. And I'm like, all right, let's yeah. keep going. <laughs> I'm going to make sure George is quiet. <laughs> You're going to scare him so <laughs> bad. You're going to look over and just pee his pants. <laughs> Sorry, George. Hold it together, bro. Yep. <laughs> Damn, that's funny. Well, we're going to cut it short today because we have to get over to uh, get ready for this next session. But make sure you guys check out both of our channels. The links are below. And if you can thumbs up the video and subscribe, we would appreciate it. And we'll see you next time. See you later. Peace. Peace.